0: Welcome to Connect the Dots with Coach Karen. In this series, we undertake an unscripted training and coaching format to discover what it takes to find out and live out your God-given mission this side of heaven. If you've been plagued with questions about why you're here or what you're here for, you're in the right place. Be prepared to leave stuck or confused behind and follow along to gain clarity, peace and purpose because God already knows your mission and He wants you to know it too. Welcome back, friend, to Episode 5 of Connect the Dots with Coach Karen. Today is exciting because Julie creates a draft of her mission statement. Part of her homework last week was to complete the summary for Step 3, which revealed what motivates her. In this step, we discussed her values and how they impact the decisions in her life. Now, she sent me all her summaries in advance of today's session, so let me bring you up to speed on her Step 3 summary, which is... I am motivated to see women experience personal and spiritual growth and learn the joy and freedom of self-discipline as they live their something more life. Today, we consolidate and wordsmith all her summaries into one statement. Julie not only gets to see the big picture of her mission, but she ends up uncovering her vision as well. She walks away with her personal mission, vision, and purpose, as well as the confidence, peace, and clarity she's been seeking even as she realizes that she's been living out her mission all along. Welcome, friends. Welcome, Julie. How are you today? Hi, Karen. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I am really great. We are on step four. Step four, which is a really exciting step in this whole process because it pulls everything together, right? We're taking your summaries from step one, step two, and step three, pulling them together, and then just really kind of plumbing the depths of them and seeing what is there and revealing your mission. How are you feeling about that?
1: It's really exciting. It came quicker than I expected. Like when I started to do the work for step four, I was like, wow, this is where we are. But then when I started thinking about all we'd uncovered up to this, I was like, oh, this does make sense. Like, <laughs> like this is, it's time for us to be pulling this all together.
0: Yeah. And you've done really great work and all the other steps. You have sent me your work in advance. So I've seen what you have. There's going to be some component pieces to our session today. This is a training okay. coach. And so we will be wordsmithing your statement. There's also a piece where I explain or bring light to the difference between vision, mission, purpose, that sort of thing of, well, because we're doing a piece of something that's really bigger than us. And then we'll do some coaching questions around what you come up with for your mission statement. So with regard to the clarification of mission, vision, and purpose, would you like that before or after we get to crunching out the final wordsmith piece of your mission statement?
1: You know, I think I would like it before, because even though I've kind of done this work in a a draft form, I think it would help me to hear those broken down pieces ahead of time before we go into kind of crunching through it.
0: All right. So meaning is critical. Meaning is this big umbrella that I'm going to use and put everything else under, okay? Without it, we wither. And there's some component pieces to meaning. One of the component pieces is Purpose. So purpose is your why, and that is your why that is guided by your deeply held core values and beliefs, which we've been exploring. Vision is your what. Vision is what you hope for, and specifically for how it relates to God's kingdom. As Christians, our vision is related to God's kingdom on earth. And then your mission is your how. Right. We've been talking about how does this look? What are these pieces and how will this come out in the end? And so mission is how you plan on creating what you hope for. Mission focuses you and it unlocks strategy to achieve the outcome that your values and your beliefs drive. So combined. Well, first of all, do you have any questions about the difference between purpose, which is your why? Vision is your what and mission is your how.
1: Have
0: Any questions about that?
1: Makes total sense.
0: Okay. Now, combined purpose, vision, and mission are what create your impact, your contribution, and your investment in the world. It's your sense of significance that brings the meaning you need to live a healthy and fulfilled life. So those are kind of the component pieces of meaning. And when we don't have pieces of these or know what they are, several unfortunate things can happen from being discouraged, confused all the way to someone who doesn't have meaning can be in a depressed state. These are all really powerful component pieces of the engine that drives our life of ourselves. So is that helpful as we walk into
1: this? Yes. Would you say one more time what it is, the combination of the purpose, mission, and vision, those those things combined?
0: Yeah. Purpose, vision, and mission are what create your impact. Your contribution okay. and investment in the world. Okay. That makes sense. We've kind of organized how we want to work through this. What is the goal? What do you want to walk away with from today's session?
1: Well, today, like I would love to walk out feeling confident about my my mission statement or at least a, a draft or a, a, like a, a starting point
0: with it. Mm-hmm. I like that. It is a start of it, right, Julie? This is going to be formed and fashioned, and we're going to do our best to kind of do that. But it is something that you're going to have a relationship with to be able to (laughs) shape. So this is the beginning point of it, and it is fluid in the sense of how you internalize it. So can you, for our friends, repeat your step one summary? Sure. My step one summary was
1: God has built me to encourage and motivate others. He has gifted me the ability to do this with great communication and skills.
0: And in that session, we parsed out what those skills were specifically. Yeah. Okay. Number two summary.
1: Is I feel compelled to help women uncover design and live their something more life. It gives me joy to help women live their most
0: abundant life in Christ. Yeah. Yeah uncover and design there's something more life and i love the phrase something more me too so it's it's so packed (laughs) and and i
1: think it's good because it means something different for everyone like so it's important to know
0: yeah number
1: three is i feel called to communicate to women ways to discover and live out their abundant life I am motivated to see women experience personal and spiritual growth and learn the joy and freedom of self-discipline as they live their something more life.
0: Okay. Just for this process, can you read them all in a row now?
1: All three of them in a row. Yeah.
0: yeah, So our friends can get the number. Step one is what you're good at. Step two Mm -hmm. is who your people are, what your passion is. And step three was what motivates you. Because these are a lot of words, right? Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of words and we have a lot of meaning and there's a whole lot in here. So go ahead. Let's do that. Okay.
1: God has built me to encourage and motivate others. He has gifted me with the ability to do this with great communication skills. I feel compelled to help women uncover, design, and live their something more life. It gives me joy to help women live their most abundant life in Christ. I feel called to communicate to women ways to discover it and live out their abundant life in Christ. I am motivated to see women experience personal and spiritual growth and learn the joy and freedom of self-discipline as they live their something more life.
0: So now your action last week was to take each of these three and make one. How challenging was that?
1: That was (laughs) really challenging because there was, like you said already, there was a lot of words in there. And so to (laughs) narrow it down to like, sentence one sentence or a sentence and a half ish was was yeah that was a lot
0: (laughs) right (laughs) right and so what's going to happen is pieces of it are are not going to be in our final statement but they're going to be nuanced in because you know them correct here's the thing you know them this exploration has brought you to the revelation and insight that now you know so give us your draft mission statement condensed okay
1: I encourage women to uncover and design their something more life in Christ. God enables me to communicate and motivate women to experience personal and spiritual growth while learning the joy
0: of discipline
1: as they live their something more life.
0: So that's a really good job of of, of condensing it down. As you look at this, this has taken weeks to... Unfurl, if you will. So, what's it been like putting the pieces of your mission together each week and kind of living out each piece in each week individually? Because you had action items specifically assigned to each one of those. Yeah, so it's been um,
1: really enlightening to kind of see it all unfurl and to see how, even though I wasn't always really clear what my purpose and mission was, to see. Even before now, when I have more clarity about that, how it was always all around me in, in different ways, I just didn't know what it was. And so it kind of was encouraging to realize that all this time that I thought I was living without purpose, I really wasn't. It just wasn't directed.
0: Julie, Julie, that is the same exact thing that I saw. Now, that, that's huge. <laughs> does that feel huge to you? It does. It does. <laughs> it is
1: huge and and also very relieving because i feel like i want to tell people that who who have felt like me like i want to do something there's got to be something more to this i want to be you know a person who makes an impact on people but i just don't feel like i am i don't know how i want them to, to understand you are you don't even know it and to not feel so much pressure on themselves i mean not that they shouldn't try to figure it out but to know that even if despite themselves they're still living in their purpose, even if they don't realize that they are.
0: And that is huge. And so as I was praying for you, looking over our notes in week one, your purpose came out in John ten ten. you in yes. week one shared John 10, 10, the something more life. Yes. Okay. So there, there was a wink <laughs> of that one week two, something more life actually came out. It was, you said, It was a feeling you had a long time ago. It was something that was part of your history that has always informed your life or your desires. And so week one, we worked on confidence. You walked away with confidence. Week two, you got clarity and walked away with the something more life. Yeah. Do you remember um, week two, any specific things that prove that you've been living your life with purpose? I think just looking back on the decisions that I made in my
1: life and even the things that I choose to be involved with now and things I choose to be involved with, things I invest my time in, I see how those things are connected to that something more.
0: I agree. These are all like little breadcrumbs on the trail because then we got to last week where you found your yes. You know, your motivation is in discerning (laughs) what your yes is. And what that looks like in your life and your relationship with honesty with yourself and self-compassion are all a piece of that. What would you say last week was the...
1: Oh, well, yeah. For for the yes was just truly like that whole self-compassion thing. Like, I cannot tell you how much I have thought about that. And it's specifically in relation to self-discipline. And just what that has meant, like that, thinking about that self-compassion, which is huge, because I think I always felt like if I gave myself grace, I was going easy on myself. Mm. And that's not the same thing. Like in self-compassion, I think you see more of a conviction really isn't probably the best word, but like in self-compassion, you you realize your limits, you realize your boundaries, you realize mm. your mistakes, but you also have freedom and grace in that. Whereas just going easy on yourself is just kind of like, well, I'm never going to improve, or I'm never going to get this down. And I just let it go. And you give up on it altogether,
0: and mm-hmm.
1: so, which is the, which is not really grace. That's
0: just giving up. <laughs> that sounds really powerful. Yes. It's been huge. It's been huge. Great. So now another piece of the, you living out your purpose, even before we start it, was that your mission, you know, involves personal spiritual growth. And from the beginning, this contributes to the very reason you've agreed to do the podcast, Julie. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying your purpose drove you to agree to do the (laughs) podcast because your values on personal and spiritual growth, it shows how much you are already living out your mission, willing to lay yourself open to everyone who is listening right now just goes to show everything from week one, week two, week three, all began before we even started. True. And I didn't think
1: about how hopefully this is an encouragement to people as well.
0: And it's a form of communication. It is. (laughs) Yeah. It's all full circle. It's all full circle. (laughs) It is. And so, I mean, you and I've had conversations about, oh, you know, that we've seen God has set this up. Mm-hmm. You and I are just coming here to, to do what we're doing. But this is so designed by God. And I love the fact that he's blessing you right here and now and saying, beloved Julie, you've been living your purpose so much so that your heart led you to this right here, right now, for all those that I love right now that are listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That is the contribution, impact, and investment in the world, Julie. So good. It's just so good. It is. It is beautiful. Let's go to our words, our writer, Julie. Okay. Your full statement that you have there has a lot of component pieces. However, to be able to succinctly explain that, to remember that, it's going to be kind of hard to remember that, won't it? It will be, yes. It, it will be. <laughs> so you know it, but it's a matter of being able to communicate it to others. You did so much work. I'm just going to share with you kind of a draft mission that I drew out from your mission statement, okay? Oh, yes, and- please do. And then I want you to be able to make it your own. All right. Okay. Okay. The first sentence was the same. I encourage women to uncover and design. There's something more life in Christ. I think that is just so beautiful. By motivating personal and spiritual growth through joyful discipline. Oh, I love that. And it is so
1: much more simple. This is why you're the coach, Karen.
0: <laughs> it's, it's your words. And I'm just seeing them. And I've been through this process of knowing, crunching this out, it's best and ideal to make this as succinct as possible. And so this is still draft, right? We talked about this is draft. You're going to take this and make this exactly what you're going to work with. But as we look at, I encourage women to uncover and design their something more life in Christ by motivating personal and spiritual growth through joyful discipline. What would you say that that brings? the other person. What is the result of that? Like that's just that statement? Like what that statement means? Yeah, your impact. What is the result of that to somebody else? I think it gives them
1: a clear understanding of what and who I'm about. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps them to easily understand what matters to me and what's important to me and and maybe why I choose to do the things I do and for them too to maybe understand if that that's something that they relate to in their lives
0: that's really it's a beautiful picture of who you are right. and it's a very succinct way of people to know Julie now when you live this out when you are Encouraging women to uncover and design their something more life by motivating personal spiritual growth through joyful discipline. What is the outcome of the person experiencing this?
1: Oh, I hope that it is clarity in their own life. I hope that it's excitement about connecting with who they are and how they can move forward in life, living, being who they are authentically. And I hope that it's a way that they feel. Um, more connected to Christ. Like if, if something I can do can or say or share can lead someone to to see Jesus differently or to see Jesus at all. And hopefully that brings joy and encouragement and excitement to life, I I would hope
0: that would be the outcome. Julie, what you just said is your vision. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) Okay. we're talking about these component pieces, right? So your mission is how, your vision is your what. So that's the outcome you want to see. So now that's something for you to whittle down as well. It's what you hope for, God's kingdom on earth. And of course, why wouldn't we want others to have clarity, excitement for who they are, their authentic selves, and be more connected to Christ? And I would add to that your vision would be to see women live an abundant life in Christ. We're going back to John 10, 10. Oh, for sure. I mean, these are all these pieces of what you hope for your impact in the world. Yes. Completely agree. Yeah. So how how does that sit that we've just kind of uncovered your vision? That feels really good. (laughs) Like, it's just, um, I'm like...
1: Oh, like it's uh, a, it brings a lot of peace to me. Actually, it's it's, sitting, it makes everything sit right. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like it it
0: settles well in my heart. And so the mission is the how, the vision is the what, and the purpose is your why. I'm going to take the big umbrella purpose. Okay. As Christians, our big umbrella purpose Is all the same, and that is to glorify God. Right. That's already answered for us. We come into this process knowing this is my purpose. And it's probably the purpose that is the nagging piece that drives us to, well, how is that going to look? We know that that's what we want to do, what we want to be. We want to be able to glorify God. The connect the dots helps figure out what that's going to look like for each of us. Yes. So you've got your purpose, you've got your vision, you've got your mission. Yeah, it's just, and it all connects. And you know why it all connects? Why? Because of Julie. (laughs) Yeah, God's working in and through Julie in specific ways. And so while we are all going to have our purpose, our mission, and our vision, it's going to look different. Right? Right. Right. And yet and yet the same because we, we will glorify God. Right, exactly. It's
1: um it's my Gerona, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: It just uh, it just almost um, leaves me without words like to see how it all has come together i was just like want to sit in it for a minute and like just think about it and kind
0: of soak it all in like just how it came together (laughs) yeah that's worth sitting let's take a minute and just sit in it friends sit with us in this and think about your own mission vision and purpose So what's next, Karen? What happens next? Well, let's clarify. Our mission is our how, right? Right. While your mission is geared toward women, it may not be exclusively just women because, Julie, you have different roles in your life. You have work and home and family. Right. And what happens is whatever mission we come up with, needs to be able to translate into all sectors of our life. Yes. Okay. Some people say my mission is to be a great mother and so on and so forth. That mission is just attending to a siloed area of someone's life. But if you expand that, Julie, and if you're looking that your mission is to encourage others to uncover and design, there's something more life by motivating personal and spiritual growth through joyful discipline, does that translate for you in other areas of your life? For
1: sure. I mean, you know, um, I'm a mom to a teenage boy and he is certainly not excluded from this. Like, I feel like part of, not just part of my job as a mom, but part of my mission as a whole would be able to, would be to see this same kind of outcome in his life.
0: And so while we have identified your passion is around a certain demographic of women, what happens is God just doesn't delineate. He has gifted you with these skills. And even at work, I'm sure people that know you know that you like to motivate personal and spiritual growth through joyful discipline. They may not use those exact words, but I think that they would say something very similar. Yes. Yes. So what's next, you ask? What's next is that your mission is portable. It's portable to others, but it's also a mechanism to help you with yes and no. Okay? Okay. And so it's not portable in that sense. It gives you the freedom to opt out of certain things that aren't related to your mission. Yes. If a friend comes along and says, Hey, we're starting a fitness gym and we need you to do the finances and I mean, just some other things that aren't in your skill base, while a piece of it may be exciting, you can know and define that decision by does it meet what I'm built for? While that's exciting that it's a gym, these other pieces would not meet um, how I could best contribute. Is that helpful? Yes, very much so. Okay. So your mission is portable with others. It is not everything. It does give you guardrails and lanes to stay in. Of course, when God calls us outside of those lanes and guardrails, we go. Right. All right. So is that helpful to delineate? Yes, very much. Yes. As you receive that, what are you thinking? How will that play out?
1: Well, I mean, it's good to have, like you said, like those guardrails and boundaries, like to know those lines and to have something definitive to run it up against. Like, for instance, your example, could I do those things, finances and stuff like that? Yeah, but that's not, like you said, to, to know that I actually have something like a scale to put it up against. Is is, is this really me living out my mission or not? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's very freeing.
0: And empowering, right? So, yes. And the blessing that you'll bring by saying no to someone. Right. Because that that opens them up to find someone
1: else who is the yes person for that.
0: Yeah. Right. We don't often think our no is a blessing to somebody.
1: Right. We usually always say yes, because we don't want, we want to help somebody out. We don't want to make them feel bad. We want to be helpful to them. And by saying no, we feel like we're not, like we're, we're causing them more stress or
0: we're not helping them. But sometimes, sometimes our no is a
1: blessing. You're right. Yeah.
0: And that's freedom as well. So here's another little exercise. Think of a book cover Mm -hmm. and the book cover says Julie Davis. All right. Now you need to come up with the subtitle.
1: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, wow. No pressure, Karen. Um, (laughs) Um, All I can think of right now is Finding Freedom and Boundaries, but that's not a very exciting book title. Um, (laughs) It's funny because I just did this the other day. Like, I kind of half jokingly had written down what my book title would be, and I can't remember what it was.
0: Oh, Karen, you got me stumped. Like, (laughs) well, I don't think you're stumped. I think you just need to percolate on it, maybe. I think, yes. Just really sit in it and invite God into it. But that exercise is an exercise in saying, we can take that mission of yours and turn it into a subtitle. Okay. Finding freedom and boundaries. I mean, they're, you know, four words if you're going to take it and make it more exacting, but that's ideal to convey who Julie is. We made it succinct saying, you know, I encourage women to uncover and design. There's something more life in Christ by motivating personal and spiritual growth through joyful discipline. But there's even a more succinct way to say that. And that's your book subtitle. And if you get there, great. And if you don't, you already have the beautiful, drafted down mission statement. I agree. There's a more succinct way. Let's talk about the people in your life. How would they be able to help and hinder you living out your mission? Oh,
1: well, I think in helping would be, you know, encouraging me to take those steps forward, helping me, especially if I share with them, you know, this is, this is my, my guardrails and my boundaries. If, I'm, if I have an opportunity and I'm unsure if I you know, share with them, then they can remind me to look back. Hey, does this fit in your lane? Does this fit in your guardrails? Does this, is, you know, measure up for you? Is this your yes? As far as hindering, I mean, there's a world of opportunity for that. <laughs> you know, just kind of in, just, I think it's very much like the, the same thing of, you know, offering up another opportunity at the same time. That might seem like it matches with me, but maybe it doesn't really, or, you know, choosing maybe what sounds more fun in the moment, or even just, it could be just as simple as if I say I'm going to go do something, or I need to work on maybe a blog that I want to share to encourage people and someone saying, oh, you don't really have to do that right now. Come do this for me, or let's do this, or, you know, just even those little things
0: could just be hindrances. The distractions and yes, yeah, just to distract you off point. And so, how could you hinder yourself? Oh, all those same ways, like, all, those <laughs>
1: same ways. <laughs> all those same ways, yeah. I mean, because it happens in my life all the time, just with you know, standard stuff. You know, like I could think I really need to go upstairs and do some laundry, but I want to keep playing a game on my phone. You know, it's the same thing. as just like, oh, I have I thought about, you know, I really want to reach out to you know the organization here in town that I like to work with, and see, you know, what are current opportunities that are available. But instead of doing that at that moment when I think about it, I put it off because I'm like, oh, well, I'm watching this show right now, or I'm playing on my phone right now, or or whatever it is, and just putting it off. You know, like I can sabotage myself that way very easily.
0: And I think we talked about the powerful answer to that was the honesty and your yes.
1: Yes. Or, or in thinking about like, you know, future Julie. Yeah. And it, and what would she tell me to do? What would she choose to do? If I'm looking at who I want to be in the future and, and how I want my life to look, you know, what are the choices I'm making right now?
0: And so as we work through these weeks here and we have brought up future Julie, What empowerment has she been given to be able to step in and to help you in these areas? How does that operate? Well, I think about her more. I really really do.
1: And even though we didn't
0: plan it this way, I think how
1: it has kind of aligned with, and I know that to some degree, when when you share this with your listeners, it will be after the, the new year has started. But just kind of the timing of this and starting a new year and thinking about, you know, New Year's resolutions and goals and stuff and just who you want to be, I just feel like all those things kind of combined together, they aligned to, I've just been more aware of her. She has more Mm say-so. You know, there might have been times in the past where I've thought about her and I would think, oh, well, I'll choose her next time, you know? (laughs) And and I'm being very conscious about choosing what future Julie would, would want to do and say to do more.
0: That's beautiful. It's like she's embodied now. I mean, she's. yes, she, Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like we said in that session when we talked about that, seeing her as a person versus just kind of like acknowledging her. So like you said, she is more embodied now.
0: I love it. And she's beautiful and dressed to the nines. <laughs> <laughs> she has great skin. She has great skin. There we go. That's a, that's a good discipline to have, right? Yeah. Yes. So we've kind of touched on this before, but I want to reintroduce and ask, where do you think God is sitting right now as he's seeing you with this bouquet in front of you of this gift of mission and vision?
1: I think that he is smiling and he is excited for me, you know, and I think that he's, gonna load up that book that bouquet kind of like okay now that she sees this more clearly I'm gonna offer her I'm gonna put some more things out here because now she knows now she Mm. understands
0: and I think he's excited about that yeah is there any part of this that is scary that's intimidating um I don't know if I would say scary intimidating might be how
1: I would describe it a little bit, because as excited as I am to know and have clarity and to to think about, oh, what else might come my way now? What might I see? Or what might have been in in front of me all the time that now I see it more clearly and see it differently? There is a little bit of intimidation about taking it on with my understanding now. It feels a little bit like when you're 15, and you get your driver's permit and you're excited to drive and you're learning how to drive and, and you know, the things, but there's somebody who's always with you. Right. And then you are 16 and you get your driver's license and now you can do it all kind of on your own. And even though, you know, all the things and you, you see it though with a lot more responsibility now, cause there's not someone who's there to be like, Oh, turn right. Oh, break now. It's still exciting. but It's a little more weighty and you realize, Oh, I could really mess this up. <laughs> and so I think if anything, Like, I'm still excited. It's just, it carries a little more weight. I I don't want to say it's heavy because it's not heavy, Mm
0: -hmm, but it's just, it's just more responsibility now. That is an excellent, excellent (laughs) example of it. And that's what knowing does for us, right? Right. That's what knowing does. So we exchange the confoundedness when we don't know with, oh, hey, I'm being entrusted now and... And this is it's exciting and good and beautiful, but yeah. And we talked about all the stuff you have already previously been responsible for, right, Julie? We talked about your gifts. We talked about your talents and we talked about all the stuff that has been given to you and that you have been responsible for. And so that tells you what? That this piece is going to be what?
1: This piece, this is just another piece of those things, but, but that it is important and that, you know, that it, it is mine. Like, yeah, it's something I've been given and I do have yeah. responsibility for it. But it's it's also so good because yeah. obviously you don't give things to people if you don't think that they
0: can be responsible with it. Yeah. And we've already seen that even when you didn't know you even had it, you were living it. Right. So that makes that weight a lot lighter. Less, yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. As you look at all of this, is there anything that is difficult to believe and receive? I think just
1: overall, I think sometimes it can be hard to believe, to really believe that we actually do have a purpose here, which can make kind of the receiving of it a little hard. You know, we're not just play things that, that God made to run around on the earth while the rest of the things that he had planned get taken care of, right? Like we actually do have mean, and they don't have to be ginormous. They don't have to be like, I'm going to, you know, cure cancer or anything like that. Everyone has something that's given to them in a person. And I think that can, when you really sit down and think about it in a big picture kind of way, it can be kind of hard to believe and receive. But then I think too, that it's also really cool when you, spend a little time to try to figure out what yours is when you, I think when you understand it and you can see it, it makes it a little easier to receive kind of on the more granular level.
0: Well, I do love that. I mean, because it just, well, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? Very normal right. plans I have for you says the Lord plans for us for you and give you hope in a future. And so we are not, just God's play things we are instruments to bring heaven on earth yeah. yes and I love the way he has built you to bring heaven on earth I love that he wanted to do that yeah yes he does want to do that you said where do we go next Yes. Yes. As you embodied future Julie, we need to keep top of mind or keep active what we know here. And so how do you imagine that now that you have this draft succinct mission, how will you be able to keep it engaged in your life? For me, like, I think I need to look at it every day
1: early in the day and probably multiple times during the day. Like I need to have it like, you know, in a note in the notes app on my phone and probably on a post-it note on the mirror in my bathroom, just in places where I can see it. One, because it's still kind of new to me Mm -hmm. looking at it and understanding it in that way. And because of that, to continue to guide me and and motivate me and inspire me. So in those moments when I don't feel like doing that, or if I start to feel like I'm uncertain about a direction I'm going or who I am to be able to look back on that and know that I offered myself up to do the work and the Lord blessed us and and met you and I here to uncover that and to, to meet us here. And he was faithful in that. And I want to be faithful in return. And so Mm. just, I would say just for me to be, that's just the very practical way I take in and, and remember and learn is to have those things right in front of me.
0: I love that. And so you said not only to put it on a post-it note, but actually to electronically put it on your phone. Yes. So I'm, I'm hearing some action items. Yes, so yes. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's go into action here. What would you want to do this week if, for your action items? Well, first, I'm going to put this in my phone.
1: And I'm going to put it on my mirror. And I'm going to put it at my desk, too, where I work. Mm -hmm. I do a series of affirmations in the morning every day. And so I'm going to add it into that. I'll turn it into an affirmation of sorts. But even just to read Mm -hmm. over it and include that, just to continue to ingrain that and who God says I am.
0: That sounds really good. And I think as... The affirmation piece, I love the wording, God built me. Yes. Because that is just a confirmation and affirmation of this isn't something that I'm just going to want to do myself. I have been built and intended for this. Yes. And that seems to me empowering. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. What about people? How can you engage others with this newfound knowledge?
1: I would say maybe to just kind of start off, to kind of look at my week and see like, where am I naturally meeting other people? Where do you know, where am I connecting with other people? And are there situations where God can use me in a certain way with those people or in those instances, you know, to kind of see a natural Mm -hmm. Place to engage other people in
0: that. That's good. And so, how would people be able to support you in your mission? I don't know the answer to that. Do you feel free to share this with people in your life? Yeah. Yeah. So, is that something that you would want to put on your action list? Sure, I could. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I sense tentativeness
1: no it's um i don't know why I feel that way I'm not drawing on that confidence that I got from session session one so i I need to do that yeah for sure i don't i can't think of if, if I shared this with the people you know the, like my closest people around me, they would support me by saying, Oh, that sounds amazing I'm glad you've done that, and yeah. they would encourage me in that and i don't have anything to fear in that.
0: Okay. And so can you pick at least two safe people this week? Yes. All right. So we have you writing down, putting it in your phone, uh, mirror, desk, incorporating it into your affirmations, having eyes to see any organic opportunities during the week and telling two safe people. Okay. I can do that. Even as you're telling the world here.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that part.
0: I, so I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. And that see now that's just a blessing that you feel comfortable enough that you forget that part. Yes. Yeah. But I know everybody listening here is gonna be cheering you on. Yes. Definitely.
1: Well, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, they're friends of yours, they're friends of mine. <laughs> there we go. All right. So you've got your action items. Any questions? Anything dangling that we need to tie a bow in? And no, I'm good. Okay, all right. What I'm are you good. walking away with? Um, I'm walking
1: away with a mission statement to clean up a little bit. Thankful that you did that some of that for me already, and I'm excited about figuring out the subtitle of my book and mm. and really working on that. And then just walking away with even more clarity about my mission.
0: Yeah. So, do you want to add the subtitle of your book just yeah. to my action items? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next week, everyone may be thinking, well, this is it. This is the end. Here we go. <laughs> yes. We've done this. No, that is not. This is where most people stop, Julie. While we have mechanisms in place, there are other component pieces that will actually help you stay filled and fulfilled as you live out your mission. And so step five, which we will do next week, you'll be looking at discovering your love language, your spiritual style and creating a kingdom impact statement that will also fit in very well with your affirmations. But these are steps to help you stay filled and fulfilled As you live out your mission statement, because when you know these pieces, just like you know that the guardrail of what to say yes to, these will be mechanisms to know all kinds of things that can kind of come in and interrupt how we live out our mission to our most fulfilled date. So that's what you'll be doing next week, is that will you be equipped to discuss and yes. come up with some conclusions for that? Yes, right. ma'am. So I guess that's on your action items as well. We got yes. step five. I got a lot of homework uh, this week, Karen. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the subtitle is not due this week. You can noodle on that for as long as you need to. I mean, okay. God will give you that. I know Julie, our writer with the book that says Julie Davis has a subtitle that will be beautiful. All right. This was better than I even imagined, Julie. Same, same. It's been it's been so good. It's
1: been so good. And I just yeah. I, I know I just keep saying that or some version of it's good, but it really is. It's just so good.
0: It is just hitting spots of god just pouring Himself in, and um, I love witnessing it. He shows off every week. This is him. All we're doing is just being willing. And so, as you walk away from today, I just want to give God thanks and praise that your mission, your vision, and your purpose has become clear because he has built you in a way already for it. And the beautiful blessing is that you have already been living it out, Julie. That is the sweetest thing to me because you are in relationship with him, because you are connected to him. And when that happens, we can't help but do it. We may not know what it is. Yes, we may not know we're doing it. (laughs) We may not know we're doing it, but you are. And so friends from this episode, if you get anything, that's it. Julie has a beautiful relationship with Jesus. She's connected with him and she has been living out her purpose without her even knowing it. But that's how good he is, is he wants her to know it. He wants to take the next step with her. Yeah, heaven on earth. Julie is contributing to it in her specific way. And we invite you all to do the same thing.
1: Yes.
0: So thanks, friends, for being here. Come next week when we will do some final work. And meanwhile, Julie and I will pray us out and give glory to God. Okay? Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for coming along with us on this journey. I hope you took the opportunity to sit in your own revelations during that holy time of silence when Julie was left without words with how everything had come together. That silence was space to believe and receive all that God has for you too. I encourage you to continue in that silence with God this week. Next week is even more exciting as Julie uncovers the way she stays filled, fulfilled, and connected to God so that she can live out her mission in the most gratifying and effective ways. It is an emotionally moving session as Julie receives confirmation about her identity in Christ. We are down the stretch, friend, and I know you don't want to miss how God pulls this all together. So until next week, live on purpose and glorify God.